everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of A Little Nerd Music. This is episode 5, entitled The End of the World as We Know It. This is our special season finales episode. My name is Kelly. I'm Christina. And I guess we're just going to jump right into it, right, Christina? Yeah, go ahead. There was a lot that happened this week, you guys. Um, we're going to touch on the finales that we watched together first, and then a little bit of the ones that we watched on our own. Um, so let's talk about Once Upon a Time and the awesomeness that was the season finale. I'm just sitting here smiling, remembering it. I know, me too. I was really excited about a lot of it. Um, we'll get to the end, the most exciting part later, but, um, Christina, do you have any favorite... Oh, let's recap it first, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so... What happened? They had to, they were going to name the baby, and then um, Emma and Killian, Captain Hook, got sucked into Zelina's, like, time portal, and were taken back to the time where her parents met in the Enchanted Forest. And basically, due to a series of very unfortunate events, Emma screwed up the whole timeline. And screwed it up again, and again, and again, and again. Yes. But, um... Captain Swan was very strong in this episode, and Captain Hook was there the whole time to help her out. As was Rumpelstiltskin, it was kind of cool to see all the characters again in the Enchanted Forest, I thought. And I think one of my favorite parts was when they introduced themselves at the ball. <laughs> um, as uh, what, what it? Prince Charles and Princess mm-hmm. Leia. Yep. That was amazing. As Henry seemed to think later on. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I did like that Emma got to be sort of a princess for a day, which she never got to do because she grew up in the real world. I kind of kept half hoping the whole time that one of the guards was going to whip off his helmet and it was going to be Jamie Dornan. I think we always wish that. Because it happened once, that's why. The best part about that season finale, when he ripped off his helmet... Like, just at that moment was when his credit came up, so it was, like, right under his chin. Yeah. And they're like, hey, in case you've forgotten, this is Jamie Dornan. (laughs) But, yeah, I think there's always that small glimmer of hope that it will be Jamie Dornan. And it never is. I know, except for that one time. Which was the season one finale, I believe. It was. So, as we know, of course, Once Upon a Time got renewed for his fourth season. And um, I'm kind of actually hoping that Michael Raymond James stays on for flashbacks. I'm not sure how much that's going to happen. I think they just kind of had them at the end of the season because he was already there. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I want to do. I think he might pop up once in a while, kind of like Pinocchio did for a little while. Oh, the little boy? Or um, August? No, because remember whenever they were telling um, Neil and Emma's history, you would kind of see Pinocchio pop up because he was tracking her? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he will show up, but not as often as I want him to. I still think that that was one of the most upsetting deaths so far on Once Upon a Time. Just because he had a much bigger part than Jamie did, mm-hmm. and he was such a big part of, like, Henry's life and Emma's life and of the story, it makes me kind of sad that he's not there anymore. I think a lot of the impact of the Huntsman's death was that it was the first one on the show. Yeah, and it happened in the first, like, five episodes or something. Yeah, and we were, we were still kind of feeling out what the show was like, and if it was going to be one of those shows that had character deaths, you know? Yeah, and then they killed off, like, a fan favorite. Yeah. I think a lot of people were just like, what the F? Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, what happens, Christina? Well, at the end, there was apparently some sort of artifact that Emma inadvertently brought back with them. Because as the theme of the episode was, Emma screws up everything for everyone. Well, there was something else that they brought back with them that was a big problem for Regina. Yes, and that would be the Lady Marion. Yeah, that really angered me. I was really pissed off. Because I was really starting to get on board with um, Outlaw Queen. Sorry for all the, like, ship puns. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean for them to be ship puns, but they just come out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I was really, really starting to like them, and I thought they were really cute with Roland? Is that his son's name? Because that's an unfortunate name. I think so. And then all of a sudden he brought back, she 
brought back Marion. Literally, the first time we saw Marion in the beginning part of the episode, and they made a big deal about how they couldn't save her and stuff, I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be made Marion. Really? I had no idea who it was. Yeah. The second she was on screen, I'm like, they wouldn't do that, but they would. I'm like, that, that's gotta be Marion. You can't be anyone else. That's amazing that you figured that out. I would have never guessed. I said that, and my mom's like, no, that would be too mean. I did, however... Okay, getting to the end, 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 um... The big reveal. Where are we going next season, Christina? That's what I don't get, though. Are we actually going there, or did she just come to Storybrooke? Well, alright, well, in the end, you guys, who shows up in Storybrooke? The fastest movie-to-television transformation (laughs) I've ever seen. It was a short six months before Elsa from Frozen was on Once Upon a Time. Um, And... Can I just point out that last episode, a.k.a. last week, I was like, what if they go to Arendelle? (laughs) And you were right. I was right. And remember I told you last week, my cousin was like, remember what you told me? You're right. (laughs) And I was like, I don't remember what I told you, but okay. But I was right. I was right. Yay. I will admit that you're right, and that doesn't happen where I say that very often, so bask in the glory. I'm not often right, so <laughs> let me just be excited about this. I did like how they got the costume, like, perfectly, and she had the hips working, and it was just perfect. Okay, but I did read an article online that was like, when did Elsa become Alex Mack? And I was like, ooh, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, why is she gelatinous goo? I don't understand. Yeah. Also, right after the episode aired, I called you and freaked out. Yes, you did. But do we know who's playing her yet? No, but I have heard that they're asking Kristen Bell to come play Anna. Oh, that'd be cute. I know, that would be awesome. And she wants to. So I think if they have Anna, which I don't know if they're positive they're going to have her yet, but if they have her, I would say it's a pretty good chance, like an 80% chance that Kristen Bell would be playing her. But then I was reading, I think on Hypeable, that was like, maybe they'll have the real characters from the Ice Queen Uh, instead of Anna and Elsa. But it's funny, though, when I was watching the beginning of the episode where Emma's watching the one girl get adopted, Mm -hmm. before we knew it was Emma, I was looking at her and the girl getting adopted. I'm like, oh, they look just like Anna and Elsa. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I did like that, like, Mickey Mouse had his own glamour shot at the beginning, though. (laughs) Yes. Like, in case you forgot, Disney owns all of this. Yeah. I'm like, hey guys, this is Disney, just so you know. It's like the one show on ABC that can have, you know, the very special episode from Disney World. That's true. Um, that that always just reminds me of the, like, do you remember when we were little, the episode of Boy Meets World and Step by Step? It was a crossover when I went to Disney World. You didn't include the best part, which was Family Matters. Oh, I didn't even know Family Matters was in that episode. Yeah, because, um... To Urkel and what's her name got engaged or something. Laura? Yeah. Or Stefan and Laura Laura. got engaged in front of Cinderella's castle. Stefan and Laura. Yes, (laughs) Stefan. Sorry, some people listening to this might be too young to even know what we're talking about. But trust me, they were good shows. Yes, they were. Um, So yeah, Once Upon a Time was a great finale. It was two hours long. Um, It aired on Mother's Day. And what did they end up naming the baby? Neil! Yay! Although it is kind of weird that her brother's name is now Neil. Yeah. The one thing about the Once Upon a Time finale, though, it felt a little long to me. It did feel a little long, but at the same time, it's like, they probably could have done it in an hour. But I think they wanted to get as much information in as possible. And it was technically episode 21 and 22, which is the normal episode length, or season length. I would have felt better if they spaced it out a week. Yeah, I think they could have done that, but I think they wanted to get it done. Especially because Billboard Music Awards were this weekend. Um, But it was good. I liked it. Definitely one of my favorite season finales that we've watched this week, because I've watched a lot. And some were a lot better than others. That's true. Um, So... Shall we move on to the next one? Next is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I loved. I thought it was very, very good. Um, I, I have to admit, I watched it while I was sitting at work. Naughty. So I watched it with only subtitles, so I read the season finale. <laughs> I thought it started slow, but then it picked up and got awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. <coughs> um, and I made a lot of inhuman noises at the very special Marvel cameo. <laughs> it almost, like, didn't even surprise me. Maybe it should have more? Well, because, no, because, like, at the be- when the episode started, it said it was special guest appearance by Samuel Jackson. Well, I know, but you don't know where he's going to be. 
But it didn't surprise me that he, like, Mm -hmm. picked up Fitzsimmons. It didn't surprise me, but it still excited me. Yeah, that's true. It was still exciting. And how come now that he doesn't have the patch, he just looks like Shaft? I think that's kind of a joke. Maybe that's why. Um, Okay, so the finale. Christina, why don't you recap the season finale? Well, there were a couple connecting storylines. So there was the Fitzsimmons storyline where they're buried under the ocean and having their emotional moments before escaping to the surface where they are rescued by Nick Fury. But then there was the other kind of more Hydra storyline where our team, I don't, do we have a name for our team? No. No? Okay. Oh, the main characters. So they went to take down Garrett. They're going to go take down Garrett. And I think the MVP of the takedown was probably Chirp because wherever he goes, he brings the noise and the funk. <laughs> he brings down the house. Yep. And then my other MVP would be May for t- just taking Ward down and having one of the best introductions of the episode. And what was your favorite line of that, Christina? When he, when Ward asked if it reminded her of old times and she just said, you were never on top. <laughs> I know that... You got a big kick out of that one. I did. I squealed. <laughs> and then I screamed like a little child when she nailed his foot to the floor. Oh, I know. That was so freaky. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Stuff like that freaks me out, like, really badly. I also enjoyed, though, how Nick Fury gave Coulson the gun that he shot Loki with. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They should have had Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> that would have been legit. I could just go on watching Coulson and Fury stand off to the side and snark with each other for, like, ever. Oh, I know. That was so funny. I really enjoyed that part. Um, but, yeah, it was a very, very good episode, and I felt really bad for Fitzsimmons, but I knew that they were going to make it because my cousin told me. And, um, yeah, I thought the team did a very good job. One thing that bugged me, though, was with having Samuel L. Jackson on the show, you could kind of see how much of a better actor he is than most of the people on the show. Well, that's why he's a film actor. Yeah, but it's just, it was so obvious that it kind of made me cringe at certain points. I think that's why he only had scenes with certain actors. Yeah, exactly. Sorry if I'm, like, kind of slow on some of these things. Because I watched a lot of season finales and they're all starting to like gush together now. Like I'm like linking like shield and arrow and glee together. And, like <laughs> that would be an interesting crossover. <laughs> but yeah, I did really really like the episode. Um, I I thought everyone really brought their A game. I thought it was really good. And I'm really excited that it got picked up for another season because it definitely needed to be. I don't think their story was done yet. I was kind of bored with the cliffhanger though. But Pat Oswalt is back. I wasn't that excited because I saw him on the cast list before the episode. Oh. Well, you're ruining it. <laughs> I was excited when the doors opened and I was like, ah! I liked all their faces when they saw him. I wish that they had shown Fitz, like, okay. But he's not okay, that's the point. I know, but I, I wanted him to be. But he's got brain damage. But I, I, I understand that, but I wanted him to be okay. I wanted him to be a part of the team. Like, in their last little shot together. I also think that the actor might have started shooting a movie. I think that might be part of it. Oh, maybe. But I also kind of expected them to do a little something to, like, to sort of, like, introduce slash open the door for Agent Carter. I don't know. I was going to say Avengers, but that won't be out yet. Yeah, Avengers comes out next year, and I'm sure S.H.I.E.L.D. will start again in, like, September. Because I think Agent Carter's airing, like, over the winter holiday. Yeah, I think you're right. I would bet, though, that they're going to have a special bonus feature introducing it on the Captain America DVD. Could also be on the series, uh, not series, season DVD. Oh, we're gonna get more episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before we get to Agent Carter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so they'll probably start introducing it then. Yeah, maybe. But still, I think, like, it would have been a good lead-in to sort of get people excited for it, you know? I don't think they have anything ready for it, that's the thing. Mm. Yeah, I feel like everything I see, it's the same photo of um, Haley Atwell. Yeah, because it got ordered straight to series, so they don't even have a pilot yet. Oh, I see. But it's gonna be awesome! I saw a picture of her with uh, Chloe Bennett at Upfronts this week, and I just, like, squealed. <laughs> I still want to watch the S.H.I.E.L.D. Paley, Paley panel. Ah. Did you ever watch that? No, I had no interest. <laughs> Because sometimes they give away, like, stuff for the next season, so I kind of... So much of the stuff they said, though, like, wasn't true, so it's just kind of like whatever. Yeah. I still like watching those panels and stuff, though. Yeah, they said, like, Fitzsimmons only feel like brother and sister to each other. But not anymore! Sorry, I'm kind of a ginormous Fitzsimmons shipper. I noticed. This is a new development to me as well. I just like that they're both cute and, like, European. 
I just ship Chirp being on my TV. <laughs> uh, okay. I think he's my favorite, aside from the obvious Ming-Na. I love him. I also, um, I didn't like Sky at the very beginning of the season, but near the end of the season, I really liked her. I didn't like her at the beginning of the season, and I still don't like her. Really? I think she's becoming a better character. Not great, but better. I love the actress. I think she's adorable, but the character, she just annoys me. She's so whiny. She is kind of whiny. I'm so sorry I keep yelling. She is kind of whiny. And I think the thing that bugs me the most is a lot of times she acts very holier than thou. The character? Yeah, I think that's what bugs me. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I could see why she would bug you, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't get that from her. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, like I said, I'm just like trying to separate all the season finales in my head, and it's kind of giving me a headache. <laughs> so let's move on to the one that we just finished watching. Yay! We're recording this on Friday night, and we literally, like, 30 minutes ago, finished watching the Grimm season finale. And it was so good. It was really, really good. And actually... I just started watching Grimm, so I've never had to wait for the next season. I'm trying to remember the finale for last season. I think it was a pretty big cliffhanger. He turned into a zombie. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then I literally just like went on Hulu and watched the next episode. Oh, lucky. So, this is also the first time I've ever had to wait for a new season of Teen Wolf. Oh, last season, Juliet was in the coma, too. No, she wasn't. That was first season. Oh, are we, was this second? What season are we in? Is this third season? We just finished third season. Oh, that was the beginning of first season. Because second season is when... Hank found out about Uh, yeah. And now literally the only person who doesn't know is Sergeant Wu. And I'm pretty sure Wu found out. (laughs) It's starting to click into place. I mean, I'm just guessing, but Wu found out. So, do you think Renard is dead? I don't think so, because I just think they like Sasha Roy's too much. Yeah. Um, So, uh, for those of you who didn't watch it, um, it was... Monroe and Rosalie's wedding. I love them. They're my OTP. I know, they're so cute. I love them so much. And um, Adeline, sorry, I'm still learning everyone's names. I literally just started watching the show. Adeline, like, basically became Juliet and had sex with Nick. Which made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Also, it makes me wonder how she got him, got the grim cure to him through sex. (laughs) I'm like, how does that work? Oh, but I anyway, didn't even think of this that. is a family-friendly podcast, and we won't be talking about well, that. Well, when he stole her power, they had to he had to give her his blood, and they did it by making out. Yeah, but he, I think I feel like they would have shown that. No, but I'm implying other things, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, Christina. I'm sorry. Keep it PG in here. I'll try. And by in here, I mean in this podcast slash podcast <laughs> that you're listening to this in. <laughs> So then, um, Juliet figured it out. Actually, Trouble was the one that figured it out. Well, because Juliet started freaking out thinking that Nick had an affair, and if he really was cheating on you, would he leave all the evidence everywhere all over your bedroom? Yeah, (laughs) but typical guy doesn't clean up after himself. But I just liked how confused he was getting when she was getting upset. He's like, I really don't understand what happened in the past half hour. I know, right? He's like, we're all happy. Why are you mad? I also, can I point out how much I really like Trouble? I do too, and I didn't think I would. She's also like, I think she's friends with Darren Chris <laughs> because she went to St. Ignatius College Prep in San Francisco. Oh, she's a local girl. And then she went to University of Michigan. And no one calls it St. Ignatius here. What is it called? SI. Oh, whatever. I'm calling it St. Ignatius, but the people like me, we're not from there. For those of you who are from there, I'm sorry. That's what you have Christina for. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but yeah, they went to the same schools, which. And he's, like, tweeted about her being on Grimm, so I think they're, like, buddies, which is kind of cute. But I kind of want her to be a um, series regular next season. I can't tell. I think they kind of had the little scene with her saying she needs to leave because they're not sure if she'll come back next year or not. Yeah, but this is a pretty good gig. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if a actor who's basically just starting out would be like, no, thank you, I don't want a network television show. Um, but anyway, so Trouble figured it out because um, the Adeline Juliet said she didn't like bacon, which is a crime in any situation. And <laughs> um, so she killed a something, some sort of vessin. Yeah. I'm like, what do they call it? I have no idea what kind of vessin it was. I don't, I don't remember either. Something German. But it was the FBI agent being played by C. Thomas Howell who had been stalking them all year. Right, exactly. And I thought she was going to use that thing that was like looked like one blade and it was three, but she just chopped his head off. No, she just yeah, chopped his head off. Yeah. 
And then in the um, in the hustle and bustle of her trying to get the cure of the grip cure to um, Nick, she interrupted Rosalie and Monroe's wedding, broke the cure. And now Nick is no longer a grim. And then all the guests started freaking out because they saw that she was a grim. Yeah. And so they basically had to run her out of the wedding. But at least Rosalie and Monroe got married. They are married. Mm-hmm. And Rosalie got a much better dress. Oh, I agree. I was happy to know that they didn't like the dress either and were just hiding it because the first time I saw it, I was like, that dress is ugly. But I think the whole point was that it was her grandmother. Mm-hmm. That her sister had gotten married in twice. Yeah, then I wouldn't use it. Yeah. If that were the case, I would not use it. If it were a family heirloom and it hadn't been used before, that's one thing. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I probably won't be wearing my grandma's wedding. Or my mom's. I can't fit into any of my family's wedding dresses. They're all too tiny. Yeah, so it happens when you have Asians in your family. They're too tiny for us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was... So now, I mean, I highly doubt that Nick is no longer grim. That would sort of defeat the purpose of the entire series. It's like, surprise, the entire show is now about trouble. Maybe. That's what I was saying to my friend who was watching it with me. I was like, maybe they're just going to shift the whole thing to trouble. I hope, though, that they don't just give it a quick fix. Well, I think with the zombie one, it took them, like, three episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I watched them all in quick succession, so I'm not positive, but I think so. And I always feel like Juliet's on the verge of leaving, like, the show. I just want them to be together. I think they're cute together, and I want them to be together. I go back and forth. Really? Because when they're good, like, they're adorable and I love them, but then she seems so quick to judge him and, like, the grimness. Yeah, I agree with you. And that bugs me. Yeah, that is sort of annoying. Um, but yeah, that was the grim season finale. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I said, we just finished watching it, and it was very good. I'm kind of disappointed that I can't just watch it the next episode on Hulu. Uh-huh. Sorry, there's a lot of new shows I've watched this season that I'm like, oh crap, now I actually have to um one of them being arrow as i segue into the next part (laughs) (laughs) um so christina doesn't watch arrow i'm sorry but um for those of you who do watch it um the season finale was on wednesday night and basically the slade wilson's army took over starling city and somehow ollie and his posse administered the cure of the Mirakuru to them. This probably sounds like gibberish to you. I know a little bit. Um, and then uh, Colton Haynes' character, I can never remember his character's name. He is Roy Harper. So Roy has decided he wants to be with Thea, played by Willa Holland, but she leaves him because she found her father, John Barrowman. And she leaves with him at the last minute and leaves Roy. And Roy is very upset. And he takes out this mask that um, Ollie gave to him. And now I guess he's going to be whatever character Roy Harper is supposed to be. Um, sorry, I don't know what their names are because I'm not very well versed in comics. Um, and then Oliver had a moment with Felicity where he was like, I love you. You're the woman I love. And I was really excited because I've always shipped them. And then we found out at the end of the episode that it was all an act for Slade Wilson to... Um, kidnap her and then she would administer the Mirakuru cure to him and I was really really angry that that was all an act like I was like screaming at my television and um so then Ollie took Slade to the island and put him in a dark cell and that's where he is going to stay hopefully for a while but in DC comics no one ever stays locked up oh yeah um also during arrow there was a sneak peek of the flash i saw that i'm very very excited and i think grant gustin looks good he looks like what i picture the flash to look like but yeah i'm really really excited for that show and hopefully that'll be a better spinoff than bloodlines ever was oh god <laughs> and i like that Stephen amell was in the um the little sneak peek i thought that was cute i think there will be more tie-ins between arrow and the flash oh absolutely i think there's gonna be a lot of like crossover and and like I said, I'm sorry if I left out some stuff in the finale. It's all sort of jumbled together. But I thought it was very good, and I'm disappointed that I have to wait a whole summer for the next episode because I've never had to do that before. Oh, also, I think, what else happened? Oh, um, Sarah left with her girlfriend. I think it's her girlfriend. This is what I deduce from this storyline, that they are together. <laughs> but she went with the League of Shadows and Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Wait, Ra's al Ghul's daughter is on this? Yeah. Like Talia? Yes. And um, she gave her canary jacket to her sister, Laurel. (laughs) And then as Laurel and her father are walking away from the boat, he has a heart attack, and that is the finale. Or the cliffhanger for the finale. Yikes. 
That sucks. I know. And everyone loves him. We love Sergeant Lance, or Officer Lance, or Detective Lance, or whatever he is. He changes a lot because he gets demoted and promoted and demoted and promoted. I can never keep up with what his status is. Well, he was at Upfront, so I guess that's a good sign. Yeah, I don't think he's going to die, but I was disappointed that he his life is in danger. His life is always in danger. Um, yeah, so that was the Arrow finale. Uh, Christina, you want to share one? Um, well, I watched Criminal Minds, and it was really good. Because it was a two-parter that was spread out over two weeks. Oh, cool. And so the first half was really starting to delve into the case that you thought was going one way, and then took a complete, like, 360, where it turned out this priest was running a prostitution ring. What? Mm -hmm. And then ended with this big shootout that ended up with um, two of the main characters being shot, and then it went straight to black. Yikes. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Like, literally, the one character got shot, hit the floor, and then the like episode ended there wasn't even a pause so then it came back the next week and picked up right in the middle of the shootout and you found out that the one character had taken them all to the bulletproof vest so of course he was okay yay but the other character had taken a bullet to the neck so he's like laying there bleeding out the other main character yeah um played by matthew gray goobler and he's in the hospital for the entire episode except it turns out the case takes another major twist where it turns out the bad guys are actually the entire police force oh my gosh and everything had been done to orchestrate the killing of the new sheriff who wasn't in on the corruption. Mm -hmm. So it's like all the FBI agents are like trying to figure out which cops can be trusted and which can't. And to distract the FBI agents, they send someone to kill like Reed in the hospital. But um, Garcia, who's their like audiovisual tech, their cyber geek, um, is able to save him. So it was a very touching moment. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yay for geeks. Saving the Yay. Day. But one of the main characters um, who had only joined a couple seasons ago ended up leaving at the end of the episode because it was too traumatic for her to almost see Reed die. So she walked away. So we don't know who's replacing her yet. She's in the slot that they, for some reason, have a hard time keeping people in. Like, she's the third woman. Or she's actually the fifth woman, actually, in that role. Oh, see, when, I, when you said a slot that it's hard for people to stay in, I thought you meant team all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Burn, Teen Wolf, burn. Which is funny, because Criminal Minds was created by Jeff Davis. Oh, really? Yeah, he left Criminal Minds to create Teen Wolf. Maybe this is why <laughs> people keep leaving. But it's, they've had the same core cast for... Oh. I think it's been on, like, ten seasons now at this point. So, Mandy Patankin left really early on, and I'm assuming you know who he is. Yes, I do. Yeah, so he left pretty early on and is replaced with Joe Mantegna, who stayed in the role. But there's been the, like, role of the second female agent who's been filled, like, five. Jean Triplehorn, the latest one, I think she was the fifth person in that role. And they just keep leaving, and I'm not sure why. Maybe because it's a Jeff Davis show. Well, he hasn't been on since, like season two or three still but they're coming up on their 200th episode next season i think oh that's fun because it started at the same time as supernatural oh that's fun hundred episodes are always the hundredth episode of criminal minds traumatized me and broke me more than any hundredth episode i've ever seen the hundredth episode of vampire diaries was really really good. the main character's wife was killed by a serial killer who had been running on the show mm -hmm. who was actually played by the same guy as the fbi agent from grim tonight oh and at the end, the after his wife has already been killed, the main character like beats him to death against the floor with his bare hands. It, it was very traumatizing, and he didn't know if his son was alive or not, but then he was, and then just like was crying the whole time. All right. But ask criminal minds. Um. All right. Well, let us move on to one of the worst hours of television I watched this week. Please. I did enjoy when you texted me after it was over and told me that. Um, this episode of Glee was entitled The Untitled Rachel Berry Project, and it was possibly one of the worst episodes of Glee I've ever seen. Um, that includes the puppet episode, you guys. That's how bad it oh was. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Um, so, let's see if I can recap what even happened. Um, Rachel has, like, someone trailing her to try and write a script for her Fox pilot. Of course it's on Fox. And it's, um, the, the writer is played by Kristen Schaal, oh. who I think is hilarious. She's I know her from Flight of the Concord. Um, I don't really know what else she's in. Isn't she on The Daily Show, or am I hallucinating that? I think she was on The Daily Show, yeah. I didn't want to say The Daily Show, because for a second I thought it might have been The Colbert Report. They don't have correspondence on The Colbert Report. Oh, see, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've only ever watched it at your house. <laughs> but anyway, so it was played by Kristen, she was played by Kristen Schaal, and of course that was hilarious. They showed some of the stuff that she read, or wrote, and that's where we got the scene with Blaine and Brittany in bed together, um, where they were having sex, and he thought that was cool or something. And in the show that she wrote, like, Kurt always wore 
a dinosaur outfit. It was just really, okay, anyway, it was really weird. And then Mercedes is going on a mall tour of America and bringing Brittany along as her backup dancer. And Santana was not in the episode. She was shooting a yeast to stack commercial. Okay. And she was going to be meeting Brittany and Mercedes in Reno to be a backup dancer as well. Um, Blaine had his little showcase with June Dalloway, played by Shirley MacLaine. And they were very cute together. And then he sang American Boy with Kurt, which I thought was cute. That was probably my favorite part of the episode. Um, and then Shirley MacLaine was like, you're right. Kurt is a very talented person. And I'm very, rarely wrong. But... Congratulations, I was wrong. And then um, Rachel decides to go to L.A. to do her show that was picked up for a pilot. And um, after Sam has his little makeout sesh with his photographer for his modeling gig, he and Mercedes break up. He gets his junk on the side of a bus, as he wanted, for a, um, what was the, I don't even know what he was advertising. Was it like some bubble butt underwear or something? No, it was something else. It was called like Trailblazers or Happy Trails or something like that. Okay. It was some sort of like, um, medicine. Okay. You know, one of those. <laughs> I think. If I'm wrong, please let me know. So then after he, he achieves his goal of getting his junk on the side of a bus, he goes back to Ohio and you see him at McKinley again. But you don't see any of the other McKinley people. Got the bit. Um, and Kurt and Blaine and Artie stay in New York. And then they do a very cute rendition of Pompeii. And that was the end of the episode. Okay, I heard the rendition of Pompeii online and I died a little inside. Died inside in a bad way. In a bad way. It was horrible. I didn't think it was that bad. It was horrible. But I know you are a big fan of Bastille. Yeah. So I can understand why you wouldn't like it, but I thought it was okay. Mm, okay. Um, also, at the end of the episode, Rachel was like, in six months, we're all going to come right back here and we're going to talk about our adventures. So, um, in case you guys didn't know, Glee will not be returning again until January 2015. So, we've got a long way to go. I'm just so broken hearted over it. And then, they apparently, we'll have a full 22 episode. I don't know how that's going to happen, but apparently they are. And they're going um, to jam as many special guest stars as they can into it. And hopefully a clean wedding. I really, really, really just want a clean wedding at this point. What would you do if the final episode is like the clean wedding and then it just cuts off? Um, I would be okay because they'd be husbands. No, but if it cuts off before they actually get married. I would be pissed. <laughs> and I would probably write to Ryan Murphy and be like, you should have never started it in the first place. <laughs> because I invested six years of my life to be completely disappointed. One thing that was out of your out of your hands that Corey died, and then that you totally screwed over the finale. That's how I would feel. Okay. I'm a very, I had a very strongly worded letter to Ryan. Um, but yeah, Glee. That's what happened. That's what you missed on Glee. Glee. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad we both said that. <laughs> Please move on, Christina. Okay, well, I just watched the elementary finale when I got home from work. Was that tonight? It was last night. Okay. And it had just been revealed that um, Mycroft worked for MI6, at least in this first, because, I mean, that's what happens in the original, like, Arthur Conan Doyle works, that he okay. he's this mysterious kind of top-secret job where he's high-ranking in the British government, but you don't really know what. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why it never clicked for me that it was weird that he was just, like, a restaurateur on elementary. But so it turned out that he was MI6, and he was getting framed for murder and treason by his handler. So the entire episode was um, kind of them trying to prove his innocence. But then in the end, his handler shows up dead because somehow he was able to get the NSA to release information on him that got him killed by like these terrorist organization it was really weird but so now mycroft has to leave and can't see them again so mm-hmm. joan is moving out and we're not sure who's joan joan watson oh that's right it's lucy lou right yeah okay and then we're not sure but at the end we saw sherlock pull out a little bag of heroin so we don't know if he actually fell off the wagon or not but then he runs off and agrees to join mi6 Okay. It it had kind of been the storyline with MI6 for the past three weeks or so. What is MI6? MI6 is kind of the British version of the CIA. It's who James Bond works for. Oh, okay. I think like MI6 is international affairs and MI5 is domestic. Okay. But, um, so that was the big storyline past several weeks, as well as the fact that Joan and Mycroft were hooking up. 
Well, Sherlock was very upset about not because he was jealous, but just because he was like, how could you people do this? Because I think he was just offended because he didn't really get along with his brother and he thought Joan had better taste. Okay. So that was a big storyline and it's ended at a very kind of awkward point emotionally, I think, for viewers. Because it just kind of ended where he's like saying that he'll join MI6 and then they cut off. He's like, oh, okay. But that show will be returning as well to CBS. So you'll find out soon. As long as Lucy Lou's on my TV, I'm good. Yeah, she was pretty kick-ass. Yep. <laughs> One thing I like about that show, though, is it's really realistic with its costuming. How's that? They don't... She doesn't have a lot of money, and she's not wearing, like, a different outfit every episode. She has one or two jackets that you see her wear over and over. She mixes up few items of clothing. Yeah. I remember... Um, do you watch New Girl? Um, a few episodes. Okay. So, you know how Nick is supposed to be, like, really poor and you can never afford anything? Mm-hmm. He, multiple times, wears a, like, John Barbados shirt that I know is, like, over 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not right. So you should find out how much those jackets cost before you're like, oh, it's very real. Yeah, like on elementary, like Lucy Liu actually went out with like the costuming director and picked up clothes that she thought fit the character at like secondhand stores. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. And it's very boho chic. Hobo chic, is that what you Yep. Nothing wrong with hobo chic. Mm-hmm. I like hobo chic. Yep. I often think I look a little hobo chic. I was going to make a joke, but it was going to be mean, so I'll keep it to myself. Is that right? You're meaning me all the time. It comes from love. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> So, I know there was a show that you were very upset about recently. Yeah! Oh my god, okay. So, the Vampire Diaries episode, episode, season finale, um, aired last night, and oh my gosh, so much happened. (laughs) So, Stefan died last episode, and, um, so the episode begins with Damon and Elena finding out that Stefan is dead, and Stefan is getting, like, sucked into oblivion on the other side, and then his best friend, Lexi, saves him. So Ariel Kebel came back, and she comes and goes a lot, um, and we find out that the other side is totally collapsing, and Bonnie has to find a way to get Enzo and Stefan back from the other side, and the only way she can do that is with a witch. So, um, Elena and Caroline, like, corner Liv and Luke, the two twin witches, and tell them that they have to help, and then Caroline kills Luke so that Liv has incentive to get her brother back from the other side and um so with the travelers they now have a perimeter around mystic balls where there's magic that basically kills vampires and any other sort of supernatural being and they die in the way that they originally died so um sheriff forbes kind of helps Damon with this plan to turn on the gas main at the Mystic Grill to try and kill all the travelers so they can open up the portal to the other side and get everyone back. And, um, let's see what else happens. Sorry, there's so much that happens. I'm so excited. (laughs) So then Bonnie has to find someone that can, a traveler that can help them with the spell. And it ends up being Silas, Stefan's shadow self, who, even though we haven't seen him in a few episodes, is still a complete a-hole. Um, and then Matt... And Jeremy are the ones that help with the gas main plot to kill all the travelers. So they kill all the travelers by um, Damon and Elena driving Damon's car into the Mystic Grill and it like explodes and kills everyone inside of it. Um, Sheriff Forbes is okay, thank God, even though Marcos tried to kill her. And then when they're on the other side, Elena wakes up and who does she see? Alaric! Yay! Rick is back! And Rick promises her that he'll get Damon back so that they can both go um, back to being alive. So Luke, Liv's brother, goes back to the real world to stop his sister from doing the spell because the spell is killing her. There's too much for one witch. Um, Enzo comes back. Carol... Oh, no, Caroline was never dead. Just kidding. And then Bonnie forces Elena to go back. Stefan comes back. And Rick comes back. Yay! And then she's about to let Lexi come back to the land of the living. And Lexi says, what kind of best friend would I be if I let my best friend's brother, if I went before my best friend's brother? And then it turns out that she finds peace. So she never has to, she never gets to go back to the land of the living. And Luke stops Liv from finishing the spell. And so Damon and Bonnie are trapped on the other side. And um, it ends with Damon and Bonnie watching as the other side is completely crumbling. And he says, I know there's a million other people you'd probably rather be with right now. And then she takes his hand and the white light comes. And then it's the end. And that's the whole episode. And it was really sad. But Rick is back as a series regular next season. Yay, Matt Davis. 
Yay. No, seriously, he was my favorite character. I'm just going yay because you seem excited, so I'm happy for you. I'm very excited. He was my favorite character, and I was really pissed when they killed him. Um, and then he did that terrible show, Cult. Remember that show? No, exactly. Yeah, it only lasted for about four episodes. Wasn't Alana tall in that? Yes, she was. And now that he's not on that show, because it got terribly canceled, um, he's back to this show for good. Yay. Um, so yeah, that was the series, or the season finale, and, um, oh, there was a really amazing scene where Damon says that he basically says goodbye to Elena before the other side collapses, and, um, obviously she can't see him because he's dead, but he tells her that his life couldn't get much better because he knew that she loved him, and he was like, my life peaked when I knew that you loved me, and Nina Dobrev did such an amazing job in that scene, like, I was crying because she was just, like, sobbing her eyes out saying, like, don't leave me, don't leave me. And Stefan had a very emotional scene where he said, I lost my best friend and my brother in the same day. And, um, yeah, it was very emotional. And Tyler's also back, by the way, I forgot to say that. But now he's human. And before that, he was a hybrid werewolf vampire thing. But, yeah, it was a very emotional, supercharged episode, as it always is with season finales for that show. Really, that show gives me heart attacks regularly. <laughs> Seriously, Christina, you should watch it. It's really good. I have literally tried two or three times and I can't. Well, next time I see you, we're going to watch it. Oh, Whether you like it or not. Joy. I'll watch something that I won't watch, like Blue Bloods or something. But I don't care if you watch Blue Bloods. I know, but I'm just saying, I'll watch something that you, I don't want to watch. Okay. We'll just torture each other next time we see each other. I'll make you watch White Collar. That's what we'll do. Oh, yeah, do that, because I couldn't get through the first episode of that. I thought it was so boring. The first episode was pretty boring, I had to say. <laughs> Anyway, so that was that season finale. And, yeah, that show regularly gives me heart attacks um, and makes me scream at the television. So that's our recaps of this week's season finales. Oh, also, I don't, I know nobody watches this anymore. I think I'm, like, the only person. Well, probably not because it got renewed. But I'm one of the only people <laughs> that still watches Grey's Anatomy. And um, it was a really big episode for the season finale this season because um, Sandra O oh left. Interesting. It's an interesting way for her to go. But anyway, I just thought I should mention that. Shall we move on? I am ready to talk about the two season finales that are coming next week. Three, actually. I just thought of another one. Oh, what's the third one? Modern Family. Oh, that looks cute. Yeah, and it's going to be the first time, I think, that there's going to be a um, same-sex wedding on network television. Really? I think so. No, um, I think that's what... Brothers and Sisters. Oh, okay. I thought that's what they were saying. I watched um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Eric Stone Street on uh, Good Morning America, and I thought that's what they said, but maybe I was mistaken. I could see a lot of people forgetting Brothers and Sisters, but I'm pretty sure they had one on there on ABC. Well, also, if you remember that show, The New Normal, that was on network television, and they had a same-sex wedding. Yeah, I didn't watch that, so I don't know. <laughs> It was a really cute show. I think you would have liked it. I watched a couple episodes and then I kind of just forgot about it in the shuffle. Yeah, well, so did a lot of people. <laughs> anyway, um, next Wednesday is the um, wedding of Mitch and Cam. Cute. Which, in paralleling with what's happening in, in Southern California right now, their wedding is postponed because of fires. And right now, where I live, it's about um, 100 degrees during the day, where normally it's only about 75 here. That happened up here this week, too. It's, like, all of California. Yeah, it's, like, crazy, crazy hot here. So, um, I think it's interesting that they're paralleling it with, um, water. Like... <coughs> Sorry, I still have that, like, crazy cough. Anyway, um, let's keep going. Well, I think the big one next week is Supernatural, which we found out a little about during Upfronts. Did you? I wasn't paying attention. What happened? What did you find out? Well, Jared said that when he got the script, he started crying. Uh-huh. Misha was wondering if they were pushing it too far. Oh, God. And Jensen said that the cliffhanger happens in literally, like, the last five seconds and then cuts to black. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? So I'm literally, like, I hadn't been that stressed out going into it because it just kind of looked like a typical, like, supernatural finale, not even, like, the worst one. And now they're saying all this stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind of freaking me out. Now that you're telling me this, it's freaking me out. Right, yes. And I hope Gadriel doesn't die because I'm starting to like him. Meh. I think it's just because I like the actor more than the actual character. I'm kind of meh on Gadriel. But anyway, I hope Metatron dies because that guy's annoying. Yes, seriously. Um, honestly, I think it's kind of interesting that Dean has this like urge to kill with the um, with the knife. The first, the first blade. blade. Sorry. I wanted to go with the first knife and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Because bringing it back to Vampire Diaries, but that that's sort of like what Jeremy does. 
he's a hunter, and uh, he's a vampire hunter, and he basically, like, when he's around vampires, he, like, can't help but have the urge to kill them. But with Dean, it's a lot different because it's going back to, like, the Bible. No, no, I understand, but I'm just making a parallel. Okay. But yeah, and, and, um, well, anyway, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) I was gonna say something about Cain, but we were gonna talk about that later. Yes, save that. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good season finale. I, as I texted you this week, I thought this week was the season finale, so when I was watching the recap, I was like, weird, they didn't play Carry On, like they always do. I was kind of amused at the end of this week's episode, though, before Gadriel came in. Where it's like, Dean is just yelling at Sam, like, this is a dictatorship, you do what I tell you, and all this stuff. And then he goes to Cass, and he's just kind of like, how are you? How's it going? Are you okay? Well, you know, Dean and Cass's relationship is always a little different. I think part of it, too, though, is that he sees Cass as someone who will always make the sacrifice for him at this point. Yeah, and I don't think he can trust Sam the same way anymore. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. Even though I really do think if it came down to it, Sam would. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think Dean trusts that. I don't think Sam wants that to be the case, but it is. Yeah. I mean, it is his brother, first and foremost, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I think it's gonna be very good. I'm excited. Um, and then the other season finale this next week is... Hannibal! And I was going to watch tonight's episode, but it got preempted by the Giants getting beaten late by the Marlins today, so I'll have to watch it tomorrow. So you'll probably be watching that on Hulu tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you can't really even recap what happened. But last week there was a big reveal where it turned out we had thought that Will Graham had gone dark side and become a serial killer, like Hannibal, but it turned out that he and Jack are playing Hannibal to try to snare him and catch him in the act. Oh. Because we thought that Will had killed Freddie Lowndes, mm-hmm. and Alana was, like, getting really pissed off about it, and going to Jack, like, why aren't we doing anything about this? Like, he needs to be stopped, and he's like, just come with me, and they walk into a room, and Freddie Lowndes is just sitting there, and just like, hi, how was my funeral? Nice. I always like it when people fake their own deaths. Mm-hmm. That always makes things interesting. The thing is, we already saw part of the finale in the season premiere. Oh, it was like a flashback? A flash forward? The episode started with Jack and Hannibal going at each other, like with knives and fighting the whole nine yards. I'm glad that you clarified that it was with knives. Yes, I after I said it, I realized it. With Hannibal, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> But, um, and then he sees Alana in the hallway, and she, like, pulls her gun out, and then it kind of cuts to a tile card, and it's, like, 12 weeks earlier, and that's when we've been going through the whole season. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting way to start the season. It it shocked you right back into the world that it's in. That's kind of cool. I like Mm -hmm. that. And I do enjoy how, throughout the season, Brian Fuller's just been, like, adding things that the fans want. If it makes them, if it makes the fans happy, then it's, like, my job to put it in as the showrunner, and I think that's awesome. Right, right. You said that about him um, in an earlier episode of Mm -hmm. A1M. I just adore him. (laughs) I'm happy he finally had a show that lasted. What were his other shows? Uh, Pushing Daisies. Oh. And I think there are some other shows that he had that, like, got canceled really early, but I can't remember them at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, um... It's already mid-May, which means that next month we're going to start the uh, summer season. You told me some of the shows that were coming back when we were preparing for the episode, and I was going to be like, no, they're not coming back yet. They don't come back till June. And then I'm like, oh my god. I know. Um, So what shows are coming back next month, Christina? I'm excited about Graceland. Which starts June 11th, by the way. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, Honestly, I hope they do a really long um, like marathon right before because I don't remember well, they're doing that right now. Oh. They have, well, they're doing like these catch up things. So you can watch the entire season on the website right now. Oh, I'm going to need to do that because I can't remember what the cliffhanger even was. See, this is the problem with the summer season. I can't remember what happened a year ago. Yeah, you can watch the whole season and they have um, short video recaps too if you don't want to watch the whole episodes. Oh, good. Yeah, they're going yeah. hard, like core with the um, what you missed on Graceland. Ah. Good, good. I think a lot of people like that show, so I think it's going to do well again. I also enjoy playing the game of guessing when and where in season Aaron Tveit is wearing a wig. Yeah, so you know Aaron Tveit too well. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also next season, or next month. Also on USA Network, we have Suits. It starts, I believe, the 25th? Maybe. Who knows? Something like that. What day does it usually air? Um... It's switched. It's either Tuesdays or Thursdays. I think it's Thursdays now. Okay, so I think it's the 26th or something like that. I think. Please don't go me. And it'll be interesting because Mike's not working at the law firm right now. Yeah, I think I'm going to start watching that next on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? I don't think it is. Oh, well then. I, so much I had the first season on my um, 
Flickster account, though. I can just give you my password. Is there only one season? Well, I mean, I only bought the first DVD set. Well, how many seasons are there? This is on the third season just ended. Oh, okay. Well, I'll figure it out. Okay. Um, and then, June 25th, um, Team Wolf comes back. Which we haven't hey. seen anything for yet, and that surprises me. I did watch a, um, a video about it yesterday on the MTV YouTube channel. We haven't gotten any trailers or anything yet, though. No, basically it was just Arden Cho talking about them going international. Mm-hmm. Is Arden a um, regular this season? Yeah, she is. Cool. Actually, I think the thing I'm most excited about for Team Wolf is to see the new credits. I know, I'm nervous. I know, but I'm kind of excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I really hope that they add Melissa and JR and um, they're not. Lyndon. None I of the parents are. I, yeah. I want them to. I'm sure Arden, and they're just going to put Arden in. And what's her face? Leah. Oh, they're going to add Shelly Hennig? Apparently she's a regular. Ugh. I know. I'm sorry, Shelly Hennig. I really liked your show, The Secret Circle, but I find you incredibly annoying on Team Wolf. She seems wonderful. Malia is a completely different story. No, I agree. I find her yeah. character very annoying on Team Wolf. Yeah. Ugh. On the many, many levels. Um, also, new shows are starting next month on uh, June tw- 25th. Also, I believe Girl Meets World will start on the Disney Channel. I saw a still shot of the show and almost started crying. Of what? Of them in the classroom and on the wall they have Mr. Feeney's quote that ended Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. I think Topanga is a teacher now. Oh, sweet. Did you see how many guest stars they have in the first episode, though? Yeah. Um, Sean's gonna be in it. Yeah, I had heard that. And... I heard that they're trying to get um, Will Friedle back, too. Yeah, I think he might be in it because they had a picture of him and Ryder Strong together on set. No, I know that, but I heard that he just came to visit. Oh. Because there are three people guest starring in the first episode and I can't remember who they all are. I'm sure it's like, I know it's Feeny. I thought he's in the show, though. Oh, is he in it? I think he's actually, like, starring on the show. Okay. Well, then it's Ryder Strong. I don't think it's Wilfred Al. It might be, um, the parent. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember who they're played by at all. Betsy Randall and Long, Long, Long. Look it up. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah, it's Corey's parents and Sean. Yeah, but what's the dad? William, William Russ. Russ. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe I remember And that. Jane Lynch is going to be on? Jane Lynch? That's what it says. Oh, you know who's coming back? Those, like, two bullies. Oh, Minkus is going to be on. I know, Lee Norris, yay. And I heard that they might have Mr. Turner come back, too. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I think it's just going to be awesome, you guys. If you haven't seen Boy Meets World, start catching up now because you've got a lot of ways to go. That was like one of the defining shows of our youth. Yeah, it was. That and like, not so much Step by Step. It's much. Um, do you remember that show, Dinosaurs? Yes. And had had the worst finale in the history of television finales. Didn't they like literally die the same way? Well, there was like this weird like nuclear apocalypse type thing that happened. It was, it was weird. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I really didn't like that show. I think the difference with Boy Meets World is that you're not going to get shows anymore like that where you literally grow up with these people. Yeah, that's true. Because people get sick of it and are done. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like it's getting that way with Henry on Once Upon a Time. Yeah, but still, it's not like a full cast. That's true. Um, also, I was thinking about it actually after the episode we talked about shipping. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually, the first time I've, I'd ever heard a name shipped together, like where they put the two names together, was on Boy Meets World. Really? Yeah, they were looking for their girlfriends. Sean and Corey were looking for their girlfriend, and Corey said to him, if we don't hurry up, we'll never find Topangela. <laughs> and he was like, who is Topangela? And he's like, we need to start saving time, so I smushed their names together. <laughs> and that's the first time I was like, what? And I remember watching that episode when it was new. Uh-huh. And so I think that's the first time I ever heard it happen. Um, yeah, just had to share that little tidbit. But I'm really excited for Girl Meets World. I, have, I think it's going to do really well because... Everyone from, like, little kids to people our age are going to be watching it. It's how they're going to get people our age to watch Disney Channel again. Yeah. Although you did watch the Jonas show. I tried, but, oh, God, it was so bad. The last time I, like, regularly watched the Disney Channel was when Lizzie McGuire was on. I think I used to watch, like, some weird Alice in Wonderland show or something. Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah, that's what I watched. That had Elizabeth Harnwell from, um, One Tree Hill in it. Oh, she's on, uh, CSI now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was Alice. She's good. Yeah, she played like some like crazy virgin on um, Montreal. Ah. Uh, that dated Minkus. Full <laughs> circle. Anyway, um, now we're just reliving our childhood. Oh, speaking of which, my sister and brother-in-law are at Beta Breakers this weekend. Yay. And their group costume is family double dare. Nice. 
I'm like, I really hope that you have blenders on your head. And my sister was like, blenders are too heavy, so we're doing cups. And I'm like, make sure you put the little notches on the cup to show, like, what level gets what point. I heard somewhere they were thinking about bringing that back. Family Double Dare? Like, all, like, the Nickelodeon, like, game shows that we watched growing up. Like, they want to bring them all back. But Mark Summers is on Food Network now. No, but I saw, like, they were going to bring some back and they were going to be hosted by, like, Joey Fatone or something. He's on Food Network, too. I don't know. That's just what I read online. And everything's true on the internet. Also, if they bring back Legends of the Hidden Temple, my life would be complete. Oh my god, yes. And Guts. Legends of the Hidden Temple was the best. My sister actually knew someone in college that had part of the Astro Crag in his dorm because he was on Guts. Nice. I know. Anyway, um, uh, Lauren, to my sister, if you're listening to this, and I got that information wrong, please tell me. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I was right. Um, so anyway, Girl Meets World starts next month, um, at the end of the month. I believe it's the 25th as well. And, um... I recently told Christina and then showed her the trailer for another very awesome show that's starting next season called Galavant. It looks amazing. It really does. It has um, Timothy Omenson in it, mm-hmm. who plays Kane on Supernatural. And one day I am going to get you to watch Psych, which he is known for. No, he's known as being the evil leprechaun in Luck of the Irish. <laughs> That is what he's known for. Sure. Now he's just on Psych. There's a difference. Well, he's not on Psych anymore. <laughs> well, Psych got canceled. Which I'm still sad about. But yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so basically, guys, it is a medieval musical comedy. And I know we touched on it last um, episode. But yeah, I just saw the trailer for it. And it looks amazing. It's going to be airing um, January to March of 2015. I did love the twist they had in the trailer with the princess. Yeah, that was funny. Um, for those of you who want to watch the trailer, it's on abc.com, um, and it is hilarious, and you should watch it. They even preview some of the songs that are written by Alan Menken, and um, it's awesome. It looks like it's going to be really, really good. I'm worried about how long it's gonna. he's going to be able to like keep writing these new songs without having like a mental break. Well, that's why I think the first season is only three, uh, three months. Oh, okay. Because yeah. um, it's going to air during the Once Upon a Time hiatus. They're doing a lot of these things now where they're creating mini shows there during the hiatuses. I think it's to make people a little less anxious. Yeah, because that's what they're doing with Agent Carter. Oh, they're airing it during the hiatus? Yeah, for S.H.I.E.L.D. See, I think that's smart, because then people have something else to look forward to. And then you can get some bigger name actors when they know it's a limited run. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Um, and then, Christina, do you know about Selfie? I do. It's it's a modern day retelling of Pygmalion. Oh, cool. Where, um, she's kind of one of those internet celebrities who's famous for being famous and wants to rework her image, and so she asked John Cho for help. Um, for those of you who don't know what Pygmalion is, um, read a book, and (laughs) also, it's the same story as My Fair Lady. Yes, but... (laughs) It's starring um, Karen Gillan, who is best known as Amy Pond on Doctor Who, and John Cho, who, I don't, what is he best known for? He's Harold and John Kumar. Cho and awesome. Okay. He's best known for Harold and Kumar, but he's amazing. Also, he's on Sleepy Hollow, or was on Sleepy Hollow. He still is. Um, and I'm not the biggest fan of Pygmalion, but it looks really fun. I only saw, like, a very short trailer where it's just her taking photos of herself. There's a longer trailer if you search for it on YouTube. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Galavan trailer is also on YouTube, guys, but I was trying to plug ABC because that's where my cousin works. Um. I don't even know what channel Sophie's going to do. It's on ABC. Oh, there you go. But I'm really excited about it because I love her and I love John Cho. I know you love Amy Pond. I love her. I was her for Halloween a couple years ago. And then also, I saw a very short trailer for the new show with Viola Davis called How to Get Away with Murder. And um, it has Viola Davis and Alfie Enoch from um, Harry Potter. Uh, and it's basically, from what I can understand from the trailer, it's about Viola Davis is a law professor teaching a class um, that she nicknames How to Get Away with Murder. So it's about law school. So, yeah, I think. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but it looks like it could be pretty interesting. Okay. Um, if any of you guys know about any new shows that you're excited about, please let us know. Email us or um, Facebook message, Tumblr, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And let us know. Um, or if you know more about these shows, please tell us. Um, but as we do, even though this is a special episode, um, as we do with every episode, we're going to do ship moments anyway. So, um, Christina, why don't you start us off with your ship moment of the week? And this time it's actually of the week. Yay! I had to go with Captain Swan because it finally sailed. Finally. Yeah, a whole episode of Captain Swan. And that, that kiss at the end was pretty hot. Yeah. For a second I was like, I hope they're together in real life. And then I'm like, oh yeah, he's married. 
<laughs> with a child, I believe. Jennifer Morrison does seem to have a habit of dating co-stars. Yeah, she does. Um, but yeah, they were very, very cute. I really, really enjoyed the Captain Swan moments in Once Upon a Time. Um, and he tries so hard to like help her, even though she keeps failing miserably at everything. Yeah, and then it was juxtaposed with uh, the outlaw queen ship crashing horribly. I know. Oh my god. I was like watching a car crash, but a ship crash. I was watching it with my mom, and she and I both kind of looked at each other, and she's like, I kind of see where Regina's coming from. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, first Snow White, and now Emma. I mean, I'd be tempted to go full out evil, too, on that family. Yeah, yeah, I would, too. That's pretty messed up. Um, so my ship moment was from S.H.I.E.L.D., actually, and it was the thing, the moments in the, um, I guess it was a submarine? No, they were in uh, an escape, escape pod? pod or something. Yeah, um, with Fitz Simmons, when Fitz finally told... Gemma, his true feelings for her. And I thought that was so cute, and I shipped that to him so hard. Um, I was really excited. I, like, squeezed like a little girl when he was talking to her. And when she, like, cried and then saved him, and it was just awesome. I think maybe you need to ship them to get into that, because that scene had no emotional impact on me at all. Yeah, I shipped them pretty hard. I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. I'm happy that you were happy. Yes, thank you. Everybody should see their ships coming true. Yeah, that's true. I did not enjoy the rum bell wedding. I, I kind of, like, really, really don't ship rum bell. Sorry, I know it's a very popular What was ship. she wearing? Like, her, her dress was, her outfit was horrid. I know, what was that? Like, she walked on, and I was like, what? At first, I thought she was Charlotte from um, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> because I was like, that looks like Charlotte's outfit. And I'm like, did they introduce another character? Um, but anyway... I thought it was a stupid wedding. Blech. Blech, Rumbell. Sorry, guys, but blech. It's just, the entire time they're, like, giving their vows and everything, I'm just cringing because I'm like, because we know that he's been lying to her. Yeah, I think maybe that's why. It's like watching a cheater marry someone. And that's why, like, when they're talking about, like, all these sweet feelings and all this stuff, I'm like, you are a dirty, rotten liar. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Sorry, I was just giggling because that made me think of dirty, rotten scoundrels. Um, yeah, but it was pretty bad. Not a fan. Um, but yeah, that, those are our ship moments this week. And, um, Christina, do you want to, um, remind everyone about the contest we have going on? You mean the one that we still have no interest for? Yeah, maybe you should just start telling people we have a ton of entries. <laughs> yeah, you have a ton of entries. Get yours in before it's too late. Yeah, before it's too late for the, for the contest that we don't have a deadline for. We should just give a prize for the first person to enter. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, guys, please do, please, um, feedback. Give us feedback. Yeah, feedback. We love feedback. We really do, and I feel like nobody is giving it. And by I feel like, I mean really nobody is. (laughs) Yeah, we get no feedback, but we see you guys downloading, so we know you're there. We know you're there, and actually I know that a lot of you are people that I hijacked your phone and forced you to download it, so... (laughs) So send me feedback, because you're my friends and you love me. But we've had, like, 50 downloads. I know. Well, let's keep in mind that, like, five of them are people we know. Okay. (laughs) Um, Also, we decided, like, today that we're going to go to Comic-Con and promote the podcast, so you guys should come see us. Wait, I thought we were going to Nerd HQ. (laughs) Well, we're going to be in San Diego during the time of Comic-Con, is what I meant by that. So um, if you randomly see us peddling goods... It's because we're trying to promote the podcast. Wow. I'm not going to be out there peddling my goods, but okay. <laughs> I didn't say your goods. <laughs> if you see us out there working the corner. <laughs> uh, I think we're having too much fun with this. Oh my god. <laughs> Christina will be working the corner and I'll be um, peddling my goods. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, it's past midnight if you can't tell. <laughs> it's quite past midnight. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty late, you guys. Um, but anyway, we're going to go to San Diego at the time of Comic-Con. So if you have an extra Comic-Con ticket, please, we will pay you for it. <laughs> um, and if you see us, come say hi and tell us that you're listening to the podcast, because that would be awesome to meet some of you. And um, what else should we talk about? Oh, um, we will be recording again later this week, or next week, and going back to our regular every two week schedule. And next month we're going to have a guest on the show. Ooh, we are? Yeah, I told you about this. Is it Aaron TV? You you wish. But along those lines, it's going to be my friend Nina, who I run a Graceland blog with, to talk about the Graceland premiere. Yay! It's not Aaron TV. No. Come on, Christina. 
trust me, if I could get Aaron to vape on to our podcast, I would not be here podcasting with you. I would be screaming in his ear, so that would not be good. Oh my god. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a little fangirl moment in my head. <laughs> okay, so anyway, guys. Um, yeah, so we will talk to y'all next weekend. And um, as always, please send us feedback. You can... Follow us on Facebook um, if you search for A Little Nerd Music Podcast and like us. And you can write on our wall, send us a message, all the fun Facebook stuff. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for A Little Nerd Music on your podcast app or um, on the iTunes store. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is ALNM Podcast. And mine is XOXO Kelly Lee and Christina. It's at Christina. I don't even know. What is it? <laughs> it's Christina E02. I'm not on Twitter a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, I have to do all the work here. I know my Tumblr. You can follow us on Tumblr at alnmpodcast.tumblr.com. You can follow my week Tumblr blog. <laughs> At xoxokellylee.tumblr.com. And I am at callmechristinae.tumblr.com. And even though it's still Call Me Christina E, it just makes me think of Carly Rae Jepsen. I was quoting Moby Dick. Thank you very much. I know, but it makes me think of Carly Rae Jepsen. (laughs) Call Me Maybe. Apparently Um, there's a new song called Call Me Whatever. No. It's one of the me TV boppers. Oh, okay. Um, We also have a website forthcoming. So um, we will let you know when that is up and running, but it's not yet. Um, but yeah, that's all the information we have for tonight, you guys. And please um, enjoy the last few season finales of the week. I think it's done for this week. Of next week. And um, yeah, send us your feedback. So thanks everyone for listening tonight. And um, we will talk to you all next week. So bye. Bye. beginning